Hey guys, welcome back to another Friday episode of the Average Money Podcast. As you all know, Friday episodes are voicemail episodes where our listeners send us, uh, send us a voicemail. We listen to it. Brad and I do not tell each other what our answers are because we want to see what our true answers are going to be. We also like to see if we agree or not, disagree, what our thoughts are, but it's a, it's a lot of fun to be able to hear from you guys, hear what you guys are wanting to know from us, and we give our thoughts on your all's questions. As always, my name is JJ. I am joined with the one and only Brad. Brad, how you doing today, buddy? Kicking ass, taking names, buddy. It's the uh, day after Christmas. Feeling good? Feeling good? I And it's a great time to talk about the kids because... I have a huge family with people and lots of kids running around. And when you hear this question, you're going to see why it's so relevant to Christmas right now and how we have to make sure that things, there's a certain perception about Christmas and we have to make, keep that in line, right? That's, that's pretty much what the question is about, right? Yeah, man, this, this question is a, it's an excellent one. I'm going to go ahead and play it. Today's question comes from Aaron. Hey, JJ and Brad, this is Aaron Azevedo. I was just curious how you plan to teach your kids about money and what uh, lessons you plan on instilling as they get older. I know that I have uh, some, I have, my kids are a little older than yours. My, my kids are nine and six and I struggle to teach them about the value of money and how not to, you know, they don't necessarily need uh, every toy that they see in the store or see on TV and that they should uh, save their money for the things that are really important in life. And I'm just curious uh, what, lessons you plan to teach your kids as they grow up? Excellent, excellent question. I think this is perfect for not only already parents, but people who may not even be married yet, but to be able to understand or maybe hear different viewpoints of how to handle money for kids because it's something very important because schools aren't teaching us how to handle our money. And most of the time, how you learn to handle your money is from your parents and they learn from their parents, and they learn from their parents. And if they didn't know how to handle money, you're not getting taught how to handle money. So I love this question from Aaron. Brad, what what are your thoughts, man? First, I, I got to give a shout out to Aaron. When I saw his name pop up in, in the list, I was super pumped because I know he's a very, very intelligent guy, and I knew it was going to be a very, very intelligent question. He is He's my number one on, on my. Well, I can't say he's my number one on my Discord, but easy he, now, Brad. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> because Kim is a seniority list member one. I got a, a bunch of amazing people, but if you're in my Discord, you know that you know NG Bird or where we try and pronounce his name a hundred different ways. You've definitely talked to him before. And speaking of his name, I am so pumped that I heard him say his last name because it's one of those you see it in the comments and you're like, I'm not even going to try and embarrass myself. But, (laughs) you know, I, I will say, you know, Aaron, thank you so much for the question and thank you for the support that you give me not only on YouTube, but everywhere. And I'm super, super excited to talk about this because we did, like I just mentioned, we had Christmas and I've talked to my cousins that have had kids before me and we'd, we'd all get together on Christmas and things like that and they were never huge fans and they'd say, you know, it's it stinks because there's this mentality to get all the kids together and then all they do is, you know, brag about what they got and some kid always feels down and some, you know, it's it's super important, not only just from a presence and gifts standpoint, but also, you know, money because giving gifts is, a, a, you know, charitable giving and things like that is also very, very important to me. And it's something that's new in my life. My daughter is, 
you know, going to be three next month and my son a little more than a year. If, if I can start it out, I think that I know that this is going to be something that I'm learning from others. And I know this is going to be something that I don't know all the answers to. So I'm definitely going into it knowing that I will fail. But I think right now, here's kind of like a little bit of a layout that I have. And JJ, you can add to it and I'll probably add to what you say. But I think first is leading by example. I am a very, very simple person, but I also like nice things. And I make sure to tell Avery, like she doesn't understand really numbers and counting yet, but I just try and show her things like, oh, mommy bought this for me. Or when we go to the store, when we get gas, like I use this because I go to work, you know, because she'll say, getting gas from going back and forth to work. And I'm like, yeah. And then I explain to her, I go to work so that I can make money. And I, I just try and educate her that way. My daughter is, she kind of gets what's going on. And I think that's my first like line of defense is, let's just start talking about it. And I'm not flashy. I'm a jeans and a t-shirt kind of guy. And we stay very simple. We stay very family but I think COVID actually helped that a lot. My my daughter got, she missed like a lot of materialistic things and travel and going out to eat. And if anything that this year has taught me is the value of that family. So I think that's number one. But I will say like moving forward in life, my, my parents, and like we, you just said, like money is definitely a, a lifestyle and a parent type of issue. As a teacher, I hate when people say, with no due respect, JJ, that they don't teach it in schools. They do. It's just an elective course that not a lot of people choose to elect to do because it's not sexy on a on like a college application. But every high school has a finance department. So they're teaching it in school. It's just it's more of, I think, something that does need to be handed down. And I will say something that was handed down to my from my parents to me was work ethic at an early age and raising money for yourself. And if you want something like I was in my household, it was very, you got a gift on your birthday, you got a gift on Christmas and you got a gift when your aunt came to town and she brought you something. Other than that, if you wanted something and I'm not talking about like clothes on my back, but like my father, I was, I played lacrosse. He would get me a pair of cleats. He'd get me uh, everything I needed, my pads, my stick. But if I wanted the ultra elite stick, he made me raise that money up and he taught me ways to do it. He didn't kick me out on the street and say, go do it, go find money. Like he taught me ways, collecting cans, doing paper routes, caddying at the golf course, things you could do as a kid and make some money or mow the lawn and, and me putting in a day's work for him and earning a couple extra dollars. I think that was really important. And when I got to my teen years, he, and I think I heard even Dave Ramsey say this, he would split things with me that were like, that I needed to know about in life, but he didn't want to fund, for example, a car. My dad said to me, like, you are going to pay your own insurance because you need insurance to drive and you need to learn about what that is before you drive. You are going to want a car and I know that cars are expensive and you make a teenage wage. I'll match you dollar for dollar on this. And my dad did that a lot with me. He did the dollar dollar match on things that were more needs than wants and there was two reasons why, looking back on this, I, I really loved it. One, it taught me to work. But two, it taught me that he was sympathetic to where I was financially in my life. And my goal was going to be able to be able to give back like he did. And I, I read a meme the other day, like, I didn't come for money, but my kids will. I think every generation in my family that I've seen, like, the next generation's doing better than the last financially, and it's only because of these passed down things. So... The short answer is 
lead by example, communicate with them, have talks. Like, yes, you know, they have these toys and this, that, and the other thing, but we have this, that, and the other thing. And all we really need to do is worry about ourselves. And when I get to it, you know, and they can add a little bit of money, I definitely know as a dad, I'm going to want them to have things, but doing that 50, 50 method is probably going to be my route as of now, who knows? So I first want to want to say that I was not planning on, I didn't have anything wrote down to like talk about the half and half, but my parents did that as well for me. And I think you nailed it. You know, it, it, it's definitely means a lot, especially as an adult now, you know, thinking about how all that works out and how it happened. And I feel like it means a lot too, as when I was a teenager, you know, cause you, you're not making buku bucks when you're 16 years old and you have to find a car to, to get from A to B. So yeah, that, I, I really do like that a lot. Yeah, no, it's, it's so important too, because now being a parent, I look back and it was also, he didn't want me driving around a lemon, you know, he's like, <laughs> yeah. come up with 2,500, I'll get you in a $5,000 yeah. car, yep. you know, but yeah, all of those things that your parents do. And even I remember just asking my dad why he bought that or asking him how much I, I grew up when my dad, I don't know if your dad did this, you're a little bit younger than me, but there was like the day that you paid the bills and my dad sat at his little desk table for three hours and opened up all the mail that came in and wrote out all the checks and everything was done by mailing in checks at that point. And I remember having talks with him about, you know, what are you paying for? Oh, because he'd be like, I pay bills. And as I got a little older, what do you what what are bills, Dad? I don't know what bills are. And it's really an epiphany to I think kids when they realize that you're paying to keep the lights on. You're paying to keep the house warm. You're paying for all of these things that as a kid you just, you know, if you're you hopefully you have a shelter and your your parents are doing those things for you but it was also asking and i think knowing how much that hit me i don't think i'm going to shove it like down avery's throat like sit here i'm going to tell you what but like if she's like dad what are you doing i'm like oh, i just got to pay the bills quick and she's like okay i might say something like do you want to do you want to know the bills that i'm paying like do you want to know what i'm doing are you interested in this you know but that's funny you said that. I have that wrote down. Like as you were talking, I was writing down like little talking points. Because like guys, we don't like we don't script these answers at all. Like we're just we're flying off the seat of our pants here. But I did write that down as Brad was talking. I have it says here talk with them about all of our money. So I'll touch on that in a second. But kind of my my here's my thought our process. Lindsay and I have talked about this a little bit. So Mason is three and Millie is she actually turned nine months yesterday. So my kids are still young. They don't really, they don't really understand money. You know, my son knows like what a dollar and ten dollars is and stuff like that, but they don't truly understand how money works. You know, they don't understand yet. Like Mason goes down, you know, we're in Dollar Tree or Dollar General. Like he obviously he wants a toy. He doesn't understand yet that like, dude, you're not going to get a toy every time we go to the dollar, you know, Dollar General. So first and foremost, when they get to that certain age, whatever that age is, and I'll figure it out whenever they get to that age, but. My something that I didn't get, but I will give my kids is an allowance. But they have to earn the allowance, just like you earn your dollar when you're working on your own business or when you're working as an employee. They will have to. They will have chores. 
They will have, you know, do the dishes, take out the trash, clean up your room, make your bed, you know, all the typical, you know, line items. Clean out the stables, whatever else you guys are doing out there. <laughs> <laughs> Milk the cows, you know, bring the chickens home. What else? Are you all of it. All of it. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. But they will have they will have chores that they have to do, and if they do not hit those chores, they don't get their allowance for the week. And they have to have if they miss just one of them, I'm sorry, but that's how life works. You're not going to get paid. And then this this is going to start when they're six, seven years old, maybe even younger. If he's five, and I feel like he's ready to really understand. Obviously, you know, as they get older, it gets more pressure on them. But they need to understand responsibility. And what responsibilities are. If you do not complete your responsibilities, you will not get rewarded for messing up. I got to say, I'm, I'm a little bit torn on the allowance thing. And as a kid, I wanted an allowance. Mm-hmm. And it's something I want to ask you about because this, this might be one of the things that changes for me. When, when I used to bring up allowance to my dad, he would be like, listen, you are a man of this house. And... Mm-hmm. There are certain things that I do for this house and there are certain things that you are going to do for this house. And there are certain things that I do for this house that I don't get paid for. You know, there's a difference between chores and there's a difference between you making my life easier. I'll give you a great example. I had my list of things between my brothers and I, and we generally trade them monthly so that unless one of like my brother, like loved things that I hated, but we all wanted to take the garbage out because we're all smokers. But there was certain things like that that my dad would never, ever give me allowance for. But things like, Dad, can I wash your car? He'd be like, yeah, man. You know, here's 20 bucks. Or if he was pulling the mower out of the shed and I said, hey, Dad, I'll hop on this, he would throw me 5 bucks or throw me 10 bucks. So I think the way I see the allowance is – I think there needs to be a structure in the household and it's not just a guy thing. I think everybody needs to have roles in the house and I don't want, I don't want like my kids thinking that their rooms need to stay tidy and that they should take the garbage out for their mother because they're going to get paid for it. I feel like that was instilled on me as you wake up and you make your bed, you know, you wake up and you do certain things or you don't go to bed. If there's any dishes in the sink, there's things like that. I, Am I am I far off base there or no? Because I was ra- I was raised the same way. Um, I was raised, you know, I I never got an allowance, but my dad he he called it you know mad money. Just here's some mad money to go play with for the weekend or whatever. If I was going out with some friends, some money to buy Taco Bell or whatever. Uh, I probably used it for beer, but you know whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, you have a good point there, and that is definitely something I thought about because I want my children to understand you know what they're need to do and it's not but here's the thing though you're going they're going to understand what their responsibilities are and here's the point i haven't made yet the reasoning for the allowance because i've gone back and forth on this a lot on do i give them allowance or not do they just have to do their choice that they were told to do because I'm, I believe in that 100, 100%. They do need to do what mom and dad tell them to do without thinking they're going to get paid. The reason I'm bringing the allowance part into it is because not only do I want them to have the responsibility of doing things around the house that needs to be done, but also they're – and I didn't ma- mention this either. This kind of goes to your point, Brad. Like I will tell them like to go do something, and they 
they're going to be they're going to have to go do it and they're not going to get paid for every little thing they do but their chores list that i mentioned earlier in the episode yeah that's that's their allowance money those are their allowance chores that's and again like we're not doing this right now i mean mason's three years old but that's kind of Lindsay and i's thought process moving forward how we're going to teach them about money so i kind of i haven't got to this point yet so they get the allowance on a weekly or monthly basis whatever we decide and then with that allowance, they will have to pay for their items. Mason's going to have to pay for his fresh fades, you know, when we go to the barbershop. He's going to have his allowance, so he's going to pay for his haircut. He has to understand how at a, you know, let's say a 10-year-old, he goes to Walmart. And I'm sure ten, every 10-year-old loves to play video games right now. And he, go, he goes and buys the brand new, you know, Call of Duty game or whatever. And he buys it for his Xbox, PS5, whatever. I don't even know what the hell. I don't play video games anymore. But he, he, he drops 60 bucks on this game that he's been saving up for. Okay, well, Dad, you know, we're doing a bro day tomorrow. We're going to get our haircuts. Oh, Dad, I don't have $10. Can I borrow it? Well, bud, you know, you should have been budgeting for that. Now, obviously, I'm not the first time he does that. I'm not going to do it, not be that harsh. I don't want to live at your house. <laughs> but no, like, you got to understand, like, if, yeah, if you're not managing your money well, you know, and if, if, if he's learned, like, like I said, the first time that happens, I'm not going to be that hard on him. But he's not going to get a free pass every time because when he's out in the real world, mommy and daddy's not going to be there to support him. He's going to be his own man. And this goes for Millie, too. The same thing is going to go for Millie. I don't care that she's a girl or you know, they get no difference. She's going to have to budget her money correctly and she's going to have. And this may sound crazy to some people, but you got to think about it, guys. Like, it's really not that big a deal if they just learn up, right up front. Because, like, why, why would you, wouldn't you want to know this stuff at age 10? Versus at age 24 when you're $100,000 in student loan debt and you don't know how to budget your money. Another point that you made that I heard loud and clear was that these allowance things are things that are going to be, you know, you're not giving them money so they can go YOLO. Sure. And I, I think about when you said the uh, that your dad would give you money, like, yeah, my dad always threw me like a fiver for lunch or something like that when I was like, you know, even enough to like maybe freshman, sophomore in high school before I started getting real jobs. But yeah, he would always throw me my. I think if he gave me an allowance, I might have got ripped off on that deal because I there's there was times where he probably didn't even know how much money he was giving me and all my brothers and things like that. Where if we had a fixed amount and like you said, it wasn't you're not going to be giving from what it sounds like to me, you're not going to be giving Mason twenty dollars for taking out the trash. No. You're going to be giving him money for completing a set of tasks on a regular basis that are a part of keeping the house running. It's it's not going to be like, oh, I'm taking out the garbage because I, I get paid. It's going to be taking out the garbage is on my list of responsibilities that if I want a fresh fade, I need to take care of those responsibilities and be a member of the house and then get, see, that's where mm-hmm. it kind of like you start to sway me back to the other side. So, all right, cool. All right. All, so awesome. that, that's kind of where I'm leaning towards it. And then like the the example i made with him like buying the video game you know he he needs to keep track of how much money he has he's going to have a certain percentage of that money that's going to go into investments he's going to have a certain percentage of money that he's setting back for savings whenever he's working up to save something big and yes guys like this may sound crazy to some people but he's going to be him i keep saying mason mason's my oldest but mason and millie will both be doing this from age six, seven, eight years old. I don't see anything wrong with this whatsoever. Why not learn it at a young age, just like anything else? You'd say the same thing about sports. So why can't they do it with money? Can I ask you something that's just Go ahead. to me? So here comes the spin of the podcast. And here's a 20-minute episode that's going to be <laughs> no doubt. episode. 
do you um i know you're a pretty traditional mm-hmm. guy are you have you swallowed the pill that you are going to pay for your daughter's wedding uh so is here that, is that something on it is radar? i've thought about it Lindsay and i so i will say this my wife and i have not talked about this but i have thought about it and i will i will give millie a budget of what i would put towards it it's up to her to decide what she does with that. If if I give her, let's say, a $10,000 budget, that's what I'm putting towards the wedding, and she wants to go extravagant, her and her significant other will have to come up with the difference. So you kind of like will know, kind of like what I was saying with my dad and lacrosse stick, you'll know how much a reasonable wedding Correct. will cost, and you'll say, I will cover that above and beyond. Yep. Okay. I was just, I know, like, because if you have a mm-hmm. daughter and my father-in-law is traditional. He's a police officer, army guy. And Tara went away on a scholarship. And when him paying for my wedding has been one of the biggest financial blessings of my life. And there's like two parts of me now, like knowing what a huge blessing that was for me. That's one reason why, like I, I want to keep that tradition alive. And then also just pure tradition. Like, I'm still for that the the wife's family should pay for the wedding. That's just the way I feel. And and I know I have friends that are like, no, or people in this space that are like, no, she's going to pay her. Like, what made me think of it is you keep saying like that Millie and and Mason are going to have the same route. Brody can figure that out on his own, but Daddy's little girl, I'm going to be. I'm I plan on paying for that wedding. That's something that like means. A lot to me. And I, the other part, the follow-up was that, how do you feel about paying for college? Yeah, I, I, if I can pay for their college, I'm going to. Um, because I don't want them to have to have that burden of student loan debt. But here's, but this all kind of wraps into the point I'm making with this. You know, like, I'll give Millie a budget for her wedding, but she has to be financially responsible to come up with the other money because I mean, she when she's an adult, she can make her own decisions, but I would hope to God she wouldn't borrow money for a wedding. You know what I mean? So like that's kind of these why I'm going to be teaching the teaching them these 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 responsibilities about money as they're at such a young age. So whenever they get to that point in life, I don't have to worry about that. You know, and here's another thing I want to touch on. Like Mason and Millie, we kind of talked about this earlier. They're going to know every single thing about Lindsay and I's money. They're going to know about rental properties we own, how much money we have in the stock market, what bills we have to pay. They will know everything. I don't know why parents hide that stuff from their children. Money's taboo. Yeah, money's yes. just taboo. It's, it's freaking... My dad has like nine brothers, and when he passed away, I'm, I looked at it, I'm like, you got the really rich uncle, and you got the really, really just mm-hmm. getting by uncle, and they all worked on the Long Island Railroad. They all had the same job. And it's like, I think the difference is that... that some families, some of them, like maybe they talk with their spouse about money and they, my fit, there's no reason. Like, I don't know why it's so taboo. I put that out to my friends and family all the time. Like, ask me anything. I yeah. agree. And th- to the college point, like same exact as you were just saying, mine is like, I will pay if you, but there's great in-state tuition. I will pay tuition to an in-state Correct. tuition. You want, you want to go to a private school or you want to go out of state? You want to drive two hours so you can be away at college? Well, then you could foot. Same, a hundred percent on that too. So here, one last thing about like 
to get a little more nitty gritty is Mason and Millie will, uh, and I do this with Mason already because he is old enough to understand this, is I will be showing them how to invest their money. So how I mentioned earlier, they have a certain percentage that they got to take out of their allowance. It's it's a rule. They're going to have to do it to put it into an investing account. Mason already has that account open. Millie has a 529 plan, but I haven't opened up her custodial account yet because I have a certain number I want to hit for her 529. But once that's hit, then I will open up Millie's and she'll be purchasing stocks uh, around what she enjoys at this certain time frame. But Mason, if I had Mason up here, he would he would be able to tell you which three companies he owns stock in, and he's three years old. He owns McDonald's because he that's his favorite favorite place to eat. He owns Disney because he just loves Disney, and then he he owns Caterpillar because he is obsessed with construction equipment. So I will be teaching him how to buy the stocks, why we buy these certain stocks, how to you know look at a company as he gets older, how to analyze companies as he gets older. But I'm also going to be talking about the importance of entrepreneurship because I really think that that's how I made a decent amount of money as a as a teenager is I would go find my own jobs. I cut my own I cut lawns, I would start little things here with with friends, I sold beer. <laughs> you know, like I mean there's certain ways that you can make a lot of extra money cuz think about it. Like what's minimum wage right now? Like 7.50, 8 bucks, something like that. And you can go make you go cut one lawn, you can make 30 bucks. You know, that's that's more than three. That's four hours worth of work for minimum wage. So I mean, that's that's the power of entrepreneurship too. At, at such a young age, that I want to instill in my kids. I'm not saying they ha- they have to be entrepreneurs, but they will have to earn their own money as well once they get to a certain age. I did sports. I worked my ass off through high school, and I was able to earn a living doing that. So uh, that's something I want them to do as well. It's funny you mentioned the entrepreneurship and mowing lawns. We had snow last week, and all the kids were out uh, shoveling driveways. And these two kids come up and they're like, oh, it's it's $10. And I was like, $10 per person or $10 for the job? And they're like, no, it's $10. I'm like, so you guys are going to shovel my driveway for $5 a guy? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, no, thank you. And they were like, okay. And I was like, hold on. I'm telling you no thank you because your time is not worth $5. So go to another house. Do it for 20, and if they say yes, come back here, and I'll give you 30 to do mine, but you got to show me the $20 bill that they gave you. I love it. They they came back. They got 20 bucks, and they said they, they didn't even question it. I was like, I know, and then I gave them $40, $20 That's... each and said Merry Christmas, but I said no to them, and they did the all like, okay, and it's like, I, I think I even mentioned to them, like, would you go to the dentist if the dentist only charged $1? You tell me $5, I think I'm getting a crappy job, but if I give you 40 I know that my driveway is going to be spe- Yes, yeah. What's funny, though, is they probably went to the gas station, got 20 bucks out, and said, hey, here you go, I got $20 from the house, <laughs> but no, that's I love doing that. I lo- Like, if I see a, uh, a lemonade stand on the side of the road, you bet your sweet ass I'm going to pull over and give that little girl or little boy, you know, $20 for a, a cup of lemonade. You know what I mean? Like, I love it, man. Every time I go out and ride my bike in the summer, I bring a lemonade fund like with me. I always bring like a $10 bill and they're always selling like dollar lemonades and I always pour out my water bottle. I'm like how much for the whole pitcher? And I give them like $10. I'm like, oh yeah, my God. yeah, man, that, that's awesome. <laughs> well, dude, like we stray, we stray, we yeah, stray. Yeah, man, it, it's, it's, it's just cool to see that. But I mean, Aaron had a, a perfect question, obviously, because this, this episode is almost a half hour long now, but it's, this is a, it's, it's kind of difficult though. I mean, 
we never would have made an episode no, about nope, that. Nope, not at um, all. And like, maybe this is one we need to go a little bit more into in depth with and make it a a more like of our typical longer longer version episodes because I feel like this is talk about five twenty nines yes. and things like that. Yeah, definitely. but uh, I mean, Aaron hit it on the hit it perfectly in this this question. So that's kind of Brad and I's thoughts, guys. Let me know what you all think if you're all part of the Facebook group. I always like hearing after a uh, after a voicemail episode comes out. I like hearing people's follow ups. But uh, that that's my thoughts, Brad. That's his thoughts, guys. We do appreciate every single one of you who take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It really does mean the world to Brad and I. And if you guys do want to leave a voicemail to be heard here on the podcast and let Brad and I give our thoughts on it and answer it, there is a link down in the show notes where you guys can click on that and leave your uh, leave your voicemail there. But with all that being said, guys, again, thank you so much for listening, and until the next one, you all take care. <laughs>